listen, I know, I know, I said I was going to upload every Friday, but with it being Valentine's Day, I have a few things that I want to mention. So it's going to be very short, okay? Just bear with me. All right, let's get started. So before I get started, I was getting a bunch of feedback from people about my first podcast, but no one mentioned that song. I don't know if you guys hate it or you guys love it. And by song, I mean the first, the jingle in the beginning. So I actually want to hear some feedback about that. Anyway, okay, Valentine's Day, what to make out of it, how to understand Valentine's Day, and what has become a Valentine's Day. So obviously, Valentine's Day is attributed to St. Valentine, which um, I no longer see, see it being attributed to him for various reasons in which I'm going to mention. And of course, if you have no clue uh, as to who St. Valentine is, please just Google it, find a good Catholic website, and I'm sure you'll get a good description of who he is. It's not that big of a deal. So, Valentine's Day, what has become of it? Valentine's Day has gotten a big stamp by the world of people in competition of showing each other how much they love each other, right? It becomes a day of love, but love not in the sense of true love. Love not in the sense of the very nature of love. Love in the sense of what the world says love is. And what does the world say love is? The world says love is and In order to love someone, in order to show someone that you love them, you show them as much sexual affection as you can. That's how you know someone loves you. That's what the world says. And this is a completely distorted explanation and reasoning of what love is. That is not what love is. Showing someone that you love them and what real love is and what true love is, is treating that person according to the way they were made. And how is each human being made by God? How is each human being created by God? Each human being was created in God's image and likeness. And if we treat any human being anything less than that, then we're doing them a disservice. We're We're doing ourselves a disservice. And we're showing God that we're using his creation and what he, what he created in his image and likeness to our own benefit and for our own pleasure. That is completely wrong. And that is the complete agenda that the world pushes right now. We live in a very hyper-sexualized world. And the agenda that it's pushing is having pornography as accessible as possible to any age group that there is. These multi-billion dollar pornography companies are completely and already have taken a full grasp of almost the entire world where we see the majority of people being addicted to something like pornography. And you have a website as accessible as Planned Parenthood where you could simply just go online and it shows you how to use contraceptives, how to use condoms and how good condoms are for a person and how good birth control is for married couples and so on and so forth. This world is completely pushing an evil agenda that goes completely contrary to the gospel and to truth and to the very nature of why God created us and how God created us. God created us with 
human dignity. And I said in the beginning, he created us in his image and likeness. And anything other than this is completely backwards. And we even see this in the Gospels, right? We even see Christ, him telling us that if you even look at someone in a lustful way, you have already committed adultery. And obviously, many of you know that we are way beyond looking right now. And it's time to understand the truth and know what the truth is. So I want to read a section from the Catechism of the Catholic Church. Oh, by the way, if you ever get curious about anything that the, that the church teaches, just simply go to Google. And I keep mentioning Google a lot. I don't know why. Anyway, it's very convenient. But you can simply just Google CCC, Catechism of the Catholic Church, space, and put whatever you want, you know, whatever topic it is, whether it is scripture, apostolic succession, faith, whatever, whatever it is, you can do that and you could find the catechism online. Anyway, so this is Catechism 2339. It says, Chastity includes an apprenticeship and self-mastery, which is a training in human freedom. The alternative is clear. Either man governs his passions and finds peace, or he lets himself be dominated by them and becomes unhappy. And what I'm going to say right now applies to married couples, couples that are dating, people that are thinking about dating, whatever it may be. We are human beings with an intellect and a will, which means we are rational beings. And we are created to think, to use our intellect, to use our rationality, and be able to reason through things. And if we want to reason with chastity and with understanding what purity is, then we need to understand that we are human beings with disordered passions. We have disordered emotions that are constantly swaying us from one side to the other. But because we have an intellect, we are meant to have mastery, just as the Catechism is saying, over our passions. And if we do not have mastery, this is the second part of the Catechism, it says we will be unhappy. It is, and we will never find happiness through, being, through allowing our emotions and our passions to dictate our decisions, especially our decisions when it comes to relationships. If we want to have a happy and successful relationship, we need to follow what Christ says and we need to live according to our human nature. And our human nature says we need to have dominance over our passions. Just because you like someone, just because you're in love with someone, does not mean that you no longer have to have mastery over your passions and emotions. What it means to live according to our nature and to live according to God's image and likeness in our lives is being able to control ourselves around the people we love, is being able to say no when you're in the state of temptation. And it comes through no longer allowing ourselves to objectify other people, whether you're a married man, a married woman, a man in a relationship, a woman in a relationship, whatever it may be. Forcing ourselves, forcing our minds to pull away from the temptation of objectifying someone else becomes the first step of wanting what the truth is and wanting to live by the truth. So I'll leave you with that. Hope you have a good Valentine's Day.
Be good and remember to stay pure.